0: Grace, give me a check.
1: Check. Check. Check.
0: Check. <laughs> check, check, check. Grace Bowers. How do we get Grace Bowers in the studio? <laughs> How did we pull this off? Great show the other night at the Underdog.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming to that.
0: That was so fun. The place was packed. Yeah. What was, I, what was that? Was that your solo? That was like the Grace Bowers project.
1: It was my band, the HodgePodge.
0: That's your band, the Hodgepodge. Yeah. Who are those guys? You got a great band.
1: Um. Wait, are we are we recording? And we're in. Okay. Sorry. This is it. <laughs> okay. We're, well, we're rocking. <laughs> okay, so it's called the Hodgepodge, because um, for a while I would have people book me, and I wouldn't have a band, so I would just have to like group together random musicians that I knew, to make a band for like one show. So I called it the Hodgepodge because that's what it was. <laughs>
0: I kind of like that though. But now do you have a recurring yes. group or yeah, is so, it just?
1: So now it's like an actual group. It's like an actual band. But I I never changed the name. I Kind of liked it.
0: I think it's a good name. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a great name. Grace Grace Bowers and the Hodgepodge. Yeah. So what do you guys rehearse a lot for that gig, or do you kind of just show up and wing it?
1: Um. Honestly, we're lucky if we can get one rehearsal in before a show. Yeah um it's hard because i mean it's a six-person band including myself so it's hard to coordinate schedules
0: do you need a you are the other guitar player in that band was a lefty mm-hmm. do you need him to be a lefty because otherwise <laughs> he starts getting on your turf and he starts getting all gang all over the place you need <laughs> the other guitar player to be a lefty
1: it was nice it was nice it was that that actually was um our first show with him playing guitar Really? Yeah. He sounded good, right? He sounded amazing.
0: He wasn't like in the way, but he had mm-hmm. his moments. Yeah. Started doing like some funk rhythm stuff. Mm-hmm. He sounded great, it right? Was perfect. Yeah. yeah. It was great. That's a fun venue too. The place was packed. Yeah. You and uh, so I come in, ten dollar cover, right? Uh huh. So and that place was packed. So there's like you're making decent money there at the underdog.
1: Yeah. You, well, you know what? Now that I've started doing my own shows, especially with a six person band, I've realized, wow. I can make a lot of money off of this. And then I don't get to keep any of it because I gotta pay my band. It goes out to the band, <laughs> yeah.
0: but you don't get any at the end of it. I like even li- after you pay I get, the band, I get,
1: I get a little bit. You but. get a little <laughs>
0: But you're taking care of the band, is yeah. is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Is the band's getting paid a fair amount? Yeah. But you're the freaking headliner here. You're the star. <laughs> you, you, I don't know. This, this is freaking me out. So wait. So so you were playing. You're, you're right now. You're playing this Red SG. Uh huh. You've got it. I'm, every time I see you, you've got this Red SG. You yeah. play this thing on New Year's. With Laney Wilson. Mm-hmm. Was was it's a 61?
1: Yeah, it's a 61 SG special, which technically it would be a Les Paul because they were called Les Pauls until, uh, maybe, maybe 19, yeah, I think 64. 63, some, either one of those.
0: Does it say Les Paul on the plate?
1: No, I wish it did.
0: Was it s- to say anything or?
1: You mean on like the, uh, on by, the, the tr- by the trust rod? Yeah, the trust rod. It doesn't say anything on it. It's just like, it has the cover, but it's just blank, which is. Kind of weird. Did
0: you ever have it? Cause you play it stringed stringed through, the uh, the tremolo. No, the... actually, it's it's not. It's, it's not not strung up. That's what I'm saying. It's not strung up. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Do you did you ever test it?
1: No. Well, when I first got it, um, it came in the sixty one case, and it wasn't on the guitar. So when I opened the case, it the, it was just sitting in there, and um, it, it even had like the s- original screws with it. So um. I thought it looked really cool, but I figured there was probably a reason it was off in the first place. So I had Gibson put it back on for me, but I just didn't string it up because it stays in tune great um, for the most part. And I kind of didn't want to mess with that.
0: Yes, yeah, so you just left it. Yeah. But how, you, see, this is what freaks me out. Is th- So you did a shoot for Brandy Melville, right? Yeah. And the CEO of Brandy Melville just gave you this guitar, <laughs> yeah. like he just gave you this vintage guitar because yeah. he thought it'd be better with you than with him. Like, <laughs> is that how that is that how you got that guitar?
1: Yeah, I mean that that is kind of how it happened. I was, um, this was around two years, two and a half years ago maybe. Um, they flew me out to New York and did. It was like a session really, and uh, I recorded some stuff with some local musicians down there in their basement, which they decked out as a studio and um at the end of it um the owner comes up with this guitar case he's like i want you to have this and i open it up and it was that sg
0: why do you think he gave it to you do you think he just liked your playing and and just thought i want you to have this he just (laughs) gave you like like those vintage sgs are a lot of money
1: yeah well he he did have an insane collection of vintage guitars. Yeah. I don't think it put a dent in it.
0: <laughs> oh my god. So we and did you pick it up and immediately connect with the guitar? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Why is that a great SG? W- what do you love about that guitar?
1: Um it's just special. It was from um Rudy's Music and I actually had an old friend who also had a 61 SG from Rudy's. And they were so different. Like they sounded completely different. Like I've never ever at least, in my opinion, it's like it's just unique. It has this sound to it, and um, I also think the P90 pickups play a part in that. And it's got a real thin neck on it, and uh, I I don't know. It just feels comfortable to me.
0: What were you playing before? Strats?
1: Uh, a Les Paul tribute.
0: Les Paul tribute. Hmm. Which is what? Is that like a thin body at Les Paul? No. Uh, What's the tribute?
1: Uh, it's like a one step up from a Les Paul Studio.
0: Is it? So is it like a, Does it have the maple cap on it and everything?
1: No. Um, I don't think so.
0: But then you picked up the SG and you said, that's it. Yeah. Does the SG sound different? Because I feel like you sound, when you play, you almost have the smoothness in your tone of, like, dark trucks. Yeah, well... Is that the SG?
1: I think it depends on... Honestly, I think tone knobs make a ton of difference. And I, I do think Les Pauls and SGs definitely have a different sound, but it also... Really comes down to who's playing it.
0: When what do you do with the tone knobs? You just ride them? Where do you ride your tone knobs typically?
1: Uh, well, it depends on what I'm playing on. If I need like a creamier sound, I'll roll them back. I also use, I, I mostly use the middle pickup on that guitar.
0: Pretty or much st- exclusively?
1: No, I'm, I mean I'm always switching back and forth. I also mess around with the volume knobs more than anything. So really, it's a combination of all three of those things. I actually uh, get a lot of comments from people like watching a video of me like stop messing with your volume knobs What are you doing (laughs) does that
0: drive you crazy those comments it's like leave me alone like i'm just doing (laughs) my own musical exploration why are you commenting on everything that i'm doing like
1: i mean honestly i just think it's funny at this point really it's just a bunch of old dudes who just want to be hateful because they have nothing better to do and i mean honest at this point i don't really care
0: that's got, that would drive me crazy. I would just say, what are you doing? I'm just out here trying to try play guitar. I'm not even playing for you. I'm playing because I like playing guitar. It's the yeah. only reason I'm showing <laughs> yeah. up here. So, okay, so the show the other night, mm-hmm. Grace Bowers and the Hodgepodge, you guys played for almost like two hours. Yeah. And you guys are just... Do you have a set list, or are you just calling tunes out? Like, like, how do you guys even know what to play?
1: Um, yeah, we, we usually have a set list. Um, that night, we, we usually play for two hours, but that night we played for an hour and a half and had to cut, like, five songs because we, we ran out of time.
0: Oh, my God.
1: But, yeah, we, we normally have a set list. Sometimes we'll just, like, start jamming on something. Like, there's a one time at Newport Folk Festival where uh, we had played all the songs that we were going to play, but we still had time to fill. So I was like, all right, let's play something in F, guys. <laughs> and, and why you,
0: like, you just went into, like, a groove, basically? Yeah, yeah, and just start jamming. So when you started out playing guitar, you started playing like, hair metal bands, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And you're, like, one of your favorite guitar players was Slash. Mm -hmm. So, like, I grew up freaking idolizing Slash, (laughs) but I could never figure out how to play his... Like, I could never figure out how to play the Guns N' Roses songs. Uh Uh-huh. Because there's... I just felt there was so much happening in those records, I couldn't even hear the guitar parts. Did you struggle with that, too, or were you able to pick them out and figure Uh, out what parts to play?
1: Well, I... I'm lucky enough to, there's, I mean, there's tablature for. So you were reading the tablature. Oh, yeah, I, I wasn't doing anything by ear. I wasn't.
0: That makes you know, me feel a little better. Yeah,
1: I, I was not good enough at that point to be doing that. So
0: you were looking up the tablature. Yeah. And were you figuring out, to me, like, I realized later that Izzy Stradlin had some of the great leads mm-hmm. on those records. He did. Right?
1: Yeah, same. He's a incredible rhythm player.
0: Incredible rhythm mm-hmm. player, right? But even some of the solos on that record yeah. he played. He did. But that was your guy, you grew up, at, like, Slash made you want to pick up a guitar? Yeah. Is that basically right?
1: Yeah. That I mean, he is the reason I picked up a guitar.
0: What, and was it, you just saw him in the music video and you just thought, God, this guy's this guy's got it all figured out?
1: I thought, that guy looks cool. I want to do that. <laughs> that
0: He looked the freaking coolest, right? <laughs> yeah. And then did you learn those riffs? Because I, I tried so hard to learn those riffs, I could never figure them out. It was, like, very discouraging for me.
1: Yeah, well, there was a point. Um, I'd probably been playing for three or four years where I could play Appetite for Destruction note for note Top to bottom.
0: Can you do both guitar parts?
1: Um, I I think I mostly just learned what Slash was playing. What Slash was doing. Yeah, yeah Yeah, but the thing about that learning things note for note that way is, um, I was never learning Any of like the theory behind that I had no idea like I was amazed The first time I learned the pentatonic scale. I'm like, wow, Like, I don't have to play someone else's solo or what someone else made, like, because I can make up my own thing on the spot. And I only learned that, like, three years ago. So for the first four years, I was, like, playing Guns N' Roses and all these other songs note for note, and I didn't really get anything out of it because I didn't know, like, even just, like, the minimal theory behind it.
0: So does that then make it easier like when when, then when you learn the pentatonic scale it kind of creates like a framework in the guitar where then the licks i feel like come easier because then you start spying them you're like oh that's sort of like the first position pentatonic shape or whatever
1: yeah for sure then then i started being able to like apply this stuff that i had already learned which i didn't know what to do with it before
0: but would you basically just sit in your room and learn from tabs
1: um kind of also youtube videos were helpful i did have um teachers I had a few teachers. I went to, um, you know, School of Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. um, That place made me quit guitar for a few months. Really? Why? I mean, that's where I was learning all these songs, note for note. I feel like there was just no one was, like, pushing me. It was just like, oh, you – it was like I would come in, we would learn a song, and that's it. Like, literally, we would pull up the tab, and me and this guy would, like, learn this song. And that was it. Like, no one ever explained to me, like, you know, there's more you can do than playing what someone else has already written.
0: And was it learning the pentatonic sh- scales that started to push you beyond that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. F- figuring out how to do that? Yeah. What's the story that uh, I've heard that you went to some, a guitar teacher like at a church <laughs> and you tried to get him to teach you ACDC? <laughs> yeah. And he basically said he wouldn't teach you ACDC, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Is, is that what happened?
1: Yeah, my, my very, very first guitar teacher um, was teaching out of a church and very religious, and I would come into him. I was obsessed with ACDC, and I would want to be learning like Highway to Hell. And back in black, and he would tell me no, like he wouldn't teach them to me because
0: uh, he was like, "We're in a church. We're not gonna do highway to hell." Yeah. That just seems so crazy. Yeah. To me.
1: So so then I I went home, and I learned T and T, just by listening to it, which ended up being like the first song I ever learned by ear.
0: That was it, and how'd you figure it out? You just figured out those open chord shapes or those positions that that yeah, was in? Yeah,
1: honestly, I'm pretty sure I was playing it on, like, one string. It was Just, like, getting the root fundamental Yeah, I don't, even, I don't even think I knew chords at the time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But then how... But mostly you were learning this, like, hair metal stuff, mm-hmm. which, do those licks play a part in your playing? Because I feel like every now and then you throw... You'll be playing very bluesy, yeah. and then you'll throw in some kind of shred lick. <laughs> and I, I'm like, is that coming from... Like, your early days playing guitar when you were learning those hair metal bands, no for Note? Or is that coming from somewhere else?
1: Um, Maybe a little bit. There's a few licks that I held on to from those songs. But, I mean, honestly, I, I feel like I've forgotten most of them. Oh well, also because I didn't know what to do with them. Like, I was just saying, so there's no reason for me to, like, specifically remember a part
0: to keep those legs right yeah yeah yeah. so then but most the so i've heard you say you started you really started to practice the guitar during the pandemic then you would spend so much time with Mm -hmm. the guitar is that when you really figured out how to do it yes i understand though because i feel like everything i've ever seen you play just sounds incredible was there a time before that when you just didn't sound very good and nobody saw this
1: oh yeah i i was horrible um people i've a few people have called me like teenage guitar prodigy and like you did not hear what i sounded like four years ago because it, it was definitely not something i don't feel like i just picked up a guitar yeah and was good at it like i have put in so many hours into it to get to where i am right now and i still have so much learning to do still have more hours to put in
0: what do you feel like where do you feel like you still have to learn or what do you feel like you're still working on
1: Um, I mean, honestly, everything. I feel like um, I learn so much playing out as often as I do that even my playing, at least I feel like playing, even my playing from like months ago is different from how it might be right now. I feel like it's always changing.
0: How much are you practicing right now versus you're just getting better by playing out because you're out playing like every single night, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, are you still shedding a lot right now or are you mostly just getting out and playing? I
1: try to. Um. Usually, I mean there's a huge difference between practicing and just playing and I feel like I do more playing than practicing sometimes but I I do try to practice as much as I can
0: what are you practicing though sometimes I pick up a guitar to practice and I feel like I'm overwhelmed by the <laughs> amount of concepts I could practice that I just end up not even practicing anything like I'm so overwhelmed by the amount I can do on the guitar like if you were to go home this afternoon and practice like would you be trying to get licks down or scale shapes? Or, like, what would you be playing with?
1: Um, a lot of times, recently, I'll um, look up videos of a player that I like. Like, um, what's the guy's name who plays the guitar with his fingers like a bass? Do you know Oh, I know exactly who you're yeah, yeah.
0: talking about. Um, he's not an American. I'm
1: going to butcher his name if I say it. I'm not Is it gonna Mateo? It. It's Mateo something. Mateo.
0: I know exactly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me figure that out. Uh, it's... Um, Okay, that guy. What's the deal with that guy? Because I look at that guy and I go, I don't want to learn how to play like that. Like well, it's it's great that he can he's do. It. Insane. He sounds he sounds incredible, but I don't want to spend endless time learning this technique.
1: No, no, like, I, I would I would never play like that. But um, I have been I'm trying to find his name. Going through YouTube videos of his and like slowing it down. and yeah. then I'll learn like a specific lick he plays, and then I might like. I'll he's learn got the good lick. licks. Yeah, I'll learn the lick, and then I'll like go back and be like, okay, so like what is this, like, what is this associated with? Like, what's going on here? And, like, kind of, like, try to analyze it a bit more than just learning a lick.
0: Mateo Man- uh, Mancuso? Is that how you say his name?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: Mateo Man- he Did you see his, the interview he did with Rick Biondo?
1: I haven't watched it yet. I oh, saw my it, God.
0: He's like a monster. Yeah. Is that the guy that, like, inspires you, though?
1: Um, no, I mean, I only honestly just started watching some of his videos, but, um... He is someone who I've pulled a few licks from recently. <laughs> who are
0: the other people? You like, you're like? you a big Freddie King fan, right? Yeah, yeah, I love him. Why do you like him? He's got the best tone, right? It just screams.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can tell. If you close your eyes and, and you heard him play, like you can immediately tell that it's him playing. There's, there's yeah. a, I feel like there's a few players like that, and he's one of them.
0: He's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He's freaking unbelievable. You, you're a big Mark Boland fan. You love T-Rex. Love Mark How would you even find Mark Boland?
1: I don't even know to be honest with you. Is it
0: the vibe that you like or do you think he's a really great guitar player?
1: Oh, he's a horrible guitar yeah, player. Yeah, he's not a great guitar <laughs> player,
0: right? But he just looks freaking cool, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: and he has the he has the energy like you can you don't have to be a good guitar player to make good music. I I'd say the same thing with singing.
0: Yeah. Who do you think who else is a bad guitar player but makes really good music?
1: Um Oh my gosh.
0: Mark Bonen. Who else? Um, I mean, there's probably a lot of guys. Maybe Keith Richards, although he's kind of a great guitar player.
1: Yeah, he's unique. He's unique. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's bad. I'd say he's unique.
0: But sometimes he's sloppy. Yeah. But he's always so good. <laughs> um. Okay. And BB King too, right? You're a big BB King yes, fan. What was the BB yeah. King record that you loved?
1: It was um. Oh God, I forgot the name of the record, but um, which everyone had "Sweet Little Angel" on it. it Is that was, live at the Regal? No, it was like the original. Sweet oh, the original one. It was like it was um. It was an old one of his.
0: I learned those solos, the Sweet Little Angel, that opening, mm-hmm. like, little riff. The amount of time that that creeps into my playing, <laughs> it's, like, all the time. <laughs> and I was on a gig, and I played a riff from that record, and someone was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> and I was like, that's a B.B. King riff I've been playing my whole life. <laughs> like, that stuff goes far, uh-huh. those B.B. King licks. They do. Okay, so you're basically out every single night. How does this work? Do you just kind of run around and you're just gigging, like, every night. How do you figure out where to go?
1: Um. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I don't – I used to go to school, but I've been doing it online for, like, the past year and a half.
0: Are you a senior equivalent? Uh, junior
1: in? right now.
0: You're a junior yeah. in – High wh- school. Ha- ha- would you drop out or no? You have to graduate.
1: No, uh, my parents are making me graduate. <laughs> you're not
0: going to go to college, though, right?
1: Um. I don't know. I would like to maybe do a year at Belmont um, – I don't know if my schedule would allow that, but I I would like that.
0: For music education or for, yeah. 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 What do you think you're missing that you would want to get at Belmont?
1: I mean, I'm not around a lot of people my age anymore, which um I don't really have a problem with. Um I do kind of miss it sometimes, though. Yeah. Just being in like that kind of environment. And honestly, just all the things I think I could learn there.
0: Is there? Do you like a lot of friends back home in California?
1: No, I never really had a whole lot of friends. I have two really, really great friends that I keep in touch with, though.
0: Yeah, and are they in like the music world at all?
1: No, not at all. Which is why I love hanging out with them because we just
0: you just don't talk about
1: not at all. (laughs) Are you
0: kind of like the cool one? Like I remember like (laughs) when I like I had all my friends in high school, and then when I went to music school. And I started doing little things in the music industry, I came back home and I was like the cool one. <laughs> like do they think that you're like really cool or are they kinda of bring you down to Earth?
1: Um <laughs> I don't know. I I think if you asked them that question, they would probably say, Hell no.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like what do you think? Do they like like are you <laughs> Deep
1: deep down they might think so. Are you
0: bringing <laughs> them like backstage at shows or something? Like
1: No, they they have they've only one of them's been to Nashville twice now and the other one hasn't come out to visit yet. Yeah. So, no, no shows for them. So,
0: most of the time you're hanging out with, like, older, sweaty men, like in rock clubs.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm hanging out with them. I'm around them. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's got to be kind of lonely, actually, I feel like. Like, at times, it's got to feel like, like, you, like you might be in this kind of alone. Yeah, I it's mean. It's kind of tough, right?
1: A little bit, but at the same time, being in Nashville, there's so many people who just lift me up and want nothing but the best for me I feel like and those are the people that I try to surround myself with the most um, so I, I really don't feel that way most of the time
0: yeah but you th- think if you went to Belmont for a year that would be a good th- a good thing to figure out what, what what, what they're teaching these students over at Belmont
1: yeah I, I do take lessons occasionally from um, guitar teacher down there and I've learned a lot from that so I think what teacher uh, his name is Mike Valeris
0: Okay, yeah. I don't even know what that is.
1: He's, he's great. It's
0: good. And what does he teach you?
1: Um, Just, like, a bunch of theory stuff that kind of goes in one ear and out the other, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I hold on to it and it's useful.
0: Yeah, like harmony or kind of, like, scales, harmony, um, triads, secondary triad, dominants. scales,
1: arpeggios. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all that stuff. But
0: Do you read music or no?
1: Like sheet music? Yeah. No.
0: No. No. Is that interesting? I always wanted to learn how to do that, but no one cares.
1: Really, I've I've never never felt thought about.
0: Yeah, I always wanted to learn how to read music, <laughs> and I got pretty good. at it. But no one else, no one, no one cares when you play guitar. Nobody <laughs> wants to do that. All right, so basically every night you're out at these clubs. How do you figure out where to go? Like, do people invite you every night, or every night do you have to hustle to figure out where the best place is for you to be that night?
1: No, I've I've never ever have asked someone to sit in unless it was like um a manager asking to sit in or something. It's never come from me. Like I every time I'm like playing like a bar down here, it's because the person who's playing asked me to or I walked in and then they asked me. And they me see to. you and they go get up here. <laughs>
0: yeah. And they give you a guitar or like yeah
1: it's it that's happened a few times.
0: So where do you, like but are you out every night pretty much?
1: Um I I used to be almost almost every night yeah. i've been kind of um taking a little bit more time to be writing and all that since we're um gonna make an ep in february so i haven't been playing out as much but before that yeah i was probably at least every other night
0: out at a show doing something yeah it's like kind of exhausting or is it like fun to get out
1: um i think it's fun i'm sure if i was like Older, it probably wouldn't be very fun, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do
0: you get in? Do you ever struggle to get into like clubs that are of age or yes. do you just basically and yeah. do you always figure it out?
1: Well, most of them are cool with it and know me and never once have I walked into a bar and like gotten a drink or anything like I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't walk in there. And
0: You're there to play be an idiot. guitar. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I've, I've never yeah. done anything stupid, but That's at I would the do. same time, there's like laws in place that like I literally cannot be in there. But um, there are a few places down here that have given me a hard time. I'm not gonna name any names. No name names. Tell no, us. No, no don't no, don't no. don't name name don't name <laughs> no. any names. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. But s- some people are giving you a hard time, basically. But most of the time, you come in. Everyone knows Grace Bowers is here. She's gonna tear the roof off. She's gonna pack out the underdog like she did the other night. Probably like 200 people in there, wa- watching you play. There were like some attentive people in there. You had like Tom Lord in there from Red Light. Yeah. You had Mari Schwartz. Was in the back watching yeah. you. You and like every, everyone was there to come and check you out. You had like WME was there, the mm-hmm. agency, like so many people from from the office. Yeah. Everyone was there to see what you were doing, <laughs> see see what you are playing. What's the, okay? So you're working on this record in February with John Osborne. Yeah. What you're writing for it is it all? Is it gonna be instrumental music or or no. or is the hodgepodge gonna be on this record? Yeah, it's
1: gonna be the hodgepodge. And
0: are they gonna sing on it? Yeah. Yeah. Is this kind of like a Jeff Beck group thing? Is that kind of your inspiration no. for this? No.
1: No. It's um. I am not the biggest fan of instrumental music. I love it when it's like, like uh, Carlos Santana's first record starts out instrumental and like guitar doesn't even come in for like three minutes. Yeah. It's like all percussion, percussion yeah. and, and keys uh, for the first part of it. And then it comes, Carlos comes in and like obviously um, starts just jamming and then it fades in to uh, to Evil Woman, I think. I think that's the song it fades into. So. It's like a jam, but then there's also an actual song, and I feel like it's important to have both because I do feel like they're very different. So this EP will have two or three instrumentals on it, and then the rest of them are songs. Where
0: are you recording this?
1: Uh, John's studio.
0: Do you have a nice studio? It's awesome. Is it? Can you set up a drum set in it and do a full band in the um, studio?
1: Yeah, we're, we're we're gonna try to. Might be a little tight, but we're gonna. How do try. you get connected?
0: With, how do you get connected with John? Like, how does he end up to be the one to produce this project?
1: Um, I first met John at the Grand Ole Opry for a Leslie Jordan tribute, and uh, there was an after party, and that's where I met him. Uh, that was maybe a year ago, so that was the first time we met. And then um, I had people like uh, Leslie Fram reached out to him, and I think I think William Morris may have too. But we were going back and forth between a couple different producers when we were first thinking of this idea, and he was one of them. And we took a meeting with all of them and kind of felt like he was the best. Who's we? Who's
0: the team? Do you have a manager?
1: Um, no. I just recently. I'm no longer working with my manager. in the works of getting a new one right now. Oh my now. God, this
0: is so exciting! Yeah, you just split with your manager. <laughs> That's such a rock star thing to do. So, but but you you're you have an agency. You're with WME, yeah. Right as of as of now. Yeah. Um, they gotta deliver. If they're not gonna deliver.
1: Oh, they've been they've been great. They've been crushing. I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I Grace have, Stern, right? Yeah, Grace Stern, yeah. uh, Lindsey Hastings. Oh yeah. Uh, and then Jay Sweet and a bunch of other people, but they have just been working their asses off for me and. Um it's made such a big difference in the kinds of shows that I've been getting on recently.
0: Yeah. So okay, so you have WME and your team and then do you, is there anyone else? You, you don't no manager yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. we have a publicist, right?
1: We have a Carlos Sachs is my publicist. Yep. And then um we have like an attorney and a business manager. It's like an
0: operation, right? Yeah, we
1: have like every part of a team right now besides a manager. Besides a manager. Yeah.
0: So what are you, how are you you trying to find a new manager? What are you looking for in a manager?
1: Um, well, yeah, we're, we're looking, we've actually been taking manager meetings like all week. Me and my mom. Really? Yeah, me and my mom have been, um, running a lot of things right now and it's kind of, it's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) We kind of need a manager. But, um, so
0: you go into a management meeting and, and what happens? You're basically saying, look, like, like what like, what do you say in a management meeting? How are you vibing this out?
1: I mean, most of them that we've been to has been like a team. Like it's not just one manager. Yeah,
0: you go to like a big company that has yeah. like a big management team.
1: Yeah, which I don't know if I want to go. This is like the problem. I don't know if I want to go to a big company or if I want to um, stay kind of smaller, but still because they're both good in different ways but then one has more benefits than the other but then maybe more disadvantages too which the other one can provide but i I
0: picture you with like an independent manager who's going to be with you for your entire career and like a small shop
1: i I just i don't know um i would like to have like a day-to-day like that i think that would be great um i don't know it's tricky (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. It's kind of exciting, though. Yeah. You go, okay, so you, so you figure out that you need to make this record, though. And then you, do you go talk to Leslie Fram? And you say, Leslie, who do I get to produce this? And she says, John Osborne. She puts you in touch with him?
1: No, she actually recommended John. I think she reached out to him, like, even before I had even talked about doing an EP. So the connection was kind of already made before we even started talking about it.
0: Yeah. And then how, where, where do you meet him, like, for the first time? At his studio. So you go over to, stu- is it like weird and awkward or <laughs> is he like, he seems like such a nice guy.
1: I didn't think it was weird and awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you, and what do you, do you just instantly take out guitars and see if you're going to vibe musically or do you just like talk about this record?
1: Yeah. We kind of just talked about it. Got a good feeling about it.
0: And is everything on it could be or- original?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we might throw in one cover maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know though.
0: And then who, and then how long, you, how long is it take to record this?
1: We have one week to do it.
0: But that that's it. Yeah. Who's funding it? Does it is there a, someone who funds it or is he just kinda like getting points on the back end or how's this work?
1: Um we've been funding it um you know, I've every single show I'm playing right now, it's going towards that EP. Any any we did, money yeah we, yeah, we
0: said this. you mean yeah, yeah, there's any, a cover here, yeah.
1: Yeah, any money I make off of like poster sales is going to the EP. Like everything I'm You're making, an independent artist. Oh yeah. yeah! Right now, I mean, we don't—we're not going with a record label, as of right now. For this one, we want to self-release this.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I feel like I didn't know how to do any of this. Like, I feel like it's got to be pretty badass to like have this kind of creative freedom in your career.
1: It is, and it's also really hard. Really? <laughs> why? Because expenses? Because
0: you, you just don't know what to do, and like, it all gets expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah. But this. So. W- so this could be. Is this gonna be branded as Grace Bowers and the Hodgepodge? I think so. It's kind of a cool name. Yeah. It's kind of cool. And then this—how many songs are gonna be on this? Five?
1: Um, we're thinking maybe six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then how is—is is this gonna be full band? Or are you gonna—you're mm-hmm. so gonna track this live with everyone, or are you just gonna get the basics and then go in and overdub?
1: No, we're gonna do it as live as we can possibly get it. Um, I'm sure there'll be a little bit of overdubbing, but. Um, Drums and bass will 100% be live. Yeah. Um, God, and then, this sounds so
0: fun. I want to make a record like yeah. this. Is <laughs> yeah, John, John going to play on it?
1: Uh, I don't know. He might play a little bit of guitar on it if we need it.
0: I feel like I'd love to be a fly on the wall during these <laughs> sessions and see, like, what the hell is going on here <laughs> with the Like, how – I think that would just be interesting <laughs> to see. Oh, my God. All right, I'm with it. So this record going in February mm-hmm. – and uh, do we have a release day for it? We have no idea. We're just trying to get this thing recorded. Um, we're
1: hoping, we're hoping to have it out by the summer, and a uh, single before that too.
0: Single before that. Yeah, that's in the, summer. the
1: that's the goal right now. But we'll see. You gotta
0: get a manager. You <laughs> yeah. need somebody to manage this operation. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, <laughs> that's gonna be exciting though. Yeah. You get. I, was, I saw this photo uh, on, uh, I guess Instagram, where you were at the Variety Hitmakers Party or Young mm-hmm. Hitmakers Party. Yeah. There were photos of you with like Billie Eilish and everything. <laughs> Is that crazy to hang out with? Like, did she know? Did she know who you were? No, nah,
1: I don't. I don't think really anyone knew who I was. But it was like just kind of surreal, like seeing those people. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was a. It was a weird thing.
0: Who picks your outfits for these events? Do you pick like what you wore there? There.
1: Um, that one we, we had a stylist for. Yeah. Um. I'm doing another one, though, which we will not have a stylist for. Honestly, my mom freaking kills that stuff. She's she, the stylist. My mom does a great job at it.
0: Do you feel like you naturally kind of, like, you look like such a rock star always. <laughs> is that intentional, or is that just kind of what you end up picking out your closet to wear?
1: Um, Kind of just what I have in my closet.
0: Yeah. it 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 just works, basically.
1: <laughs> I hope so.
0: Yeah. No, you always look like a rock star. <laughs> like, you always look like... Like a headliner on stage, <laughs> basically, so good. Um, okay, so here's the point. Point is, she's Grace is working on a new record right now with John Osborne, um, and it's gonna. They're going in the studio in February mm-hmm. to record seven songs. And when wh- when how, when am I seeing you live next? When's the what's the schedule?
1: Uh, We have one more show before we go into the studio at the underdog. When's that? February 7th. So when
0: you play these shows at the underdog, are you like working out the material or not really? Yeah. Or yes.
1: Honestly, for us, it's like a practice session.
0: That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to the underdog to kind of work this stuff out. Yeah. With the idea that, hey, we're going in to make this record. Like we need to get tight. We need to be tight. For sure. Yep. Okay. And then this is like next week you're going in for seven days. Are you going to live with the hodgepodge?
1: (laughs) For that week, we might be.
0: (laughs) This sounds so fun. I want to go make a record with John Osborne. You think you do one with me? He doesn't even know who I am. He might know who I am, actually. Oh, my God. Okay, and then once that record's done, then you're basically back around town gigging all the time.
1: Yeah, well, we have a lot of festivals lined up.
0: So are you going to bring, you're doing a lot of festivals. Mm-hmm. Where are you playing? You, this was like announced recently. You're yes. doing a ton of festivals yeah, right now.
1: well the ones, there's a lot that haven't been announced, which I probably shouldn't say because of that, but the ones that have been announced are uh, uh, Bourbon Beyond was posted yesterday and I'm freaking out about that incredible lineup. Yeah. And um, Bottle Rock is a big one. That oh, Bottle Rock's freaking yeah. awesome.
0: Have you and, ever been to Bottle Rock?
1: No, but, oh, it's so good, but it's like I'm from California, so I've been out to Napa, yeah, yeah, yeah. a handful of times now, so it's going to be cool to play out there.
0: Do your brothers think you're cool? You have two younger brothers, right? Yeah, do they think you're cool, or are they kind of jealous of all the success you're having?
1: Um, i think i I think they're I think they're proud and they won't show it. I know that I know, I know they are. But at the same time, when I get home, they will call me a loser. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> but don't they need you to drive you, them places? Don't you drive yeah. them around?
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh
0: my god! I'd, <laughs> just, I'd be sucking up being to you. Just little brothers. What do they do? Are they into music or no?
1: No, 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 no one on either side of my family actually is yeah. into music. I mean, we have music enjoyers in our family, but yeah. no one, no That's one. That's like me. Mean. No
0: one in my family is like into music. I don't know how I got into it. <laughs> it was just around. I just saw. I just found it on YouTube.
1: Yep, that's pretty that, much me. That was it, basically, yeah.
0: right? Yeah, I got in. I got in through Slash too. And Joe Perry. Do you like Joe Perry? Yes. Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah. Those two guys for me. I saw Aerosmith first concert was Aerosmith. That was it. Nice. So I want to play guitar. <laughs> that was it. Who's the first show you ever saw?
1: Oh man, when I was in third grade, uh, my mom and some of her friends took me to see Taylor Swift.
0: Uh, was it good? Um. No, it wasn't your vibe. No. That's going to be the pull quote <laughs> from from this.
1: <laughs> oh, Grace no. Bowers
0: did not enjoy the Taylor Swift concert. No,
1: it actually is funny, though. I have a picture of me at that show with a big old Kiss concert t- t-shirt Oh, my on. God. I love Kiss. <laughs> did,
0: did you get a chance to see them? I did, yeah. What did you think? Where, did you see them at Bridgestone?
1: Yeah, I saw them at Bridgestone. What did you think? It was awesome. I had an a all-access pass somehow, and I had forgotten that me and Tommy Thayer had, like, been messaging each other on Instagram. Really? For, yeah, and I, I don't know how I completely forgot about it. So I'm like just standing around, and uh, all of a sudden I hear, Hey, Grace. And I turn around, and it's like Tommy Thayer and full makeup and the heels on. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> this is God. Insane.
0: And what and what do you guys talk about? Was, is this before was, the show or after the show? This is before the show. Before the show, it was it was show. Like yeah, we yeah. Just
1: like meeting, and it was he's genuinely one of the nicest people i've ever met yeah like no ego whatsoever just unbelievably nice
0: you're gonna get some big features on this record i feel like you you could call up tommy thayer and get him to feature on it (laughs) i I bet he would
1: um i i do have something in the works right now i'm not i don't want to say you're not going to reveal it it's not not confirmed so i don't want to reveal. you you
0: don't want to jinx it (laughs) yeah but it's a big guitar player yeah in the uh, in the works. It's yeah. not Slash. Or is it, it Slash? No,
1: unfortunately, it's not How Slash. How do you get
0: to Slash? I feel like this has got to be so easy for you. Somebody's got to <laughs> get you to Slash. You've never played with them, right? No. I feel like this has got to be easy. Somebody's <laughs> got to connect you to them.
1: It's top of my bucket list. Is it really? <laughs> it's up there.
0: I, I feel like you should be able to do this. You, this is what you need a manager to come in and do. You need a manager to come in and connect connect you to Slash. This is it. All right. I'm with it. So Okay, so... <laughs> Later this afternoon, we're gonna go home, play guitar, practice a little bit. We Mm -hmm. might go figure out these Matteo Mescasio (laughs) licks. That might be on the agenda a little bit. What's the if if you're starting out guitar right now? What are the tips? Where do you start? Like if you're trying to give advice to someone,
1: um, learn how to hold a pick.
0: You never hold a pick, though. I see your. I see what you do with your. Well, I mean,
1: like hold it correctly if you are gonna. I always have my pick tucked. I always have a pick in my hand. Yeah. I do finger pick a lot. But um, when I've, I was yeah. first starting out, I held my pick so wrong. I don't even... It was like this almost. I don't know if... Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can see that on the video. But um. It. I feel like it really delayed my learning a lot because I didn't have a good picking technique.
0: What kind of pick are you using? Let me see that. Is this your pick they you use all the time? Yeah. Where's the... uh? This is a thick pick. Yeah. Why do you not have picks with your name on it? <laughs> how is how is that possible? <laughs> this is a two millimeter. Yeah. This is thick. Is this what you always play? Always. Why this pick? Why is that the right pick?
1: Um, I, I feel like they give like a. This may be me being like very nitpicky, but I feel no like. No pun they, intended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like they have, they sound kind of softer. And it's just, it's easier. There's less
0: plunk kind of, you hear the pick less when it's yeah, thicker, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: yeah, exactly. And um, I cannot play with bendy picks. Like I just.
0: Yeah. I use like can't. a 1.2 millimeter. Yeah, I'll, I'll use those occasionally. To me, two millimeters thick. Because <laughs> then I find that's a good balance for strumming. Yeah. With a two millimeter, that's a thick pick. <laughs> you need to get picks with your face on it. You've got, you would be able to rock it. Um. Okay. So hold your pick right. I'm fascinated by your technique, though, because I've never seen anyone play the way you play. Like, people will hybrid pick uh-huh. a lot, but you'll just go quickly between tucking the pick and just using your fingers and then grabbing the pick. Like, yeah. sometimes between phrases, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll play one note with a pick and then the next note isn't with a pick. Yeah. And um, it's kind of just something that I've always done and never realized I was doing it. Like, I'm not, like thinking about it when i do it like okay i'm gonna finger pick this note it just happens yeah Um, right right i don't know why but
0: (laughs) it just works
1: yeah it works for me
0: yeah no it makes sense you gotta get your face on pics (laughs) or your name or something and then you could throw them out into the crowd (laughs) that's like nuts that's what you gotta do um all right grace bowers she's in nashville go see her at a show she did New Year's Eve too, New Nashville Rockin' Eve uh, with Laney Wilson. Yeah,
1: Nashville Big Bash.
0: Nashville Big Bash. Yeah. How many how long did you rehearse for that show?
1: Um well we had one rehearsal day uh, the day before and I was there for like four hours, but I only I was I only played two songs with her, so I only yeah. rehearsed for like forty five minutes out of those, but I still had to be there. And then the day of I had to get there at I was there around eleven o'clock, I think. Didn't get home till like one in the morning.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah, it was it was a really long day. Where were your
0: brothers? Were they side, side stage, or they were asleep?
1: No, they they were they both went to friends' houses for New Year's, but they were, they watched it on TV.
0: Oh my god, yeah. that's so cool! I was watching at home and I was like, Chris is killing it right now <laughs> with Lainey Wilson. They cut her. She was like down the catwalk,
1: <laughs>
0: sh- shredding on her sixty one SG special. It's the whole thing. That guitar is going to be legendary. You're on the market now for a new SG, right? Yeah. So if anyone has one, if anyone has one that they're able to to give to (laughs) Grace, she's never bought a guitar in her life. They've all been given to her. (laughs) And I don't think she should start now buying guitars. If you have a a vintage SG, Grace is ready to take it off your hands. (laughs) She's ready to take it from you. And she's going in the studio with John Osborne, Brothers Osborne, going to record this record. What have we left out here? What's been unsaid? Um, talking about technique we're talking about her finger style how she holds the pick she's got to get in with slash (laughs) i can't believe you're not in with slash already somebody's got you even kind of have the same hair you got to get in with slash (laughs) it's crazy to me maybe one day who else is on the list
1: um oh well i would just die if i could meet jimmy page that would be
0: how do we meet jimmy page I've wanted to meet Jimmy Page my whole life. <laughs> oh my god. How great would know, he, that be?
1: He seems pretty reserved. I bet to, you I bet you I could, can respect him for that.
0: I bet you could pull it off though. <laughs> I feel like you could do it. How many people DM you all the time and like and reach out to you? Like how many celebrities are like in your DMs, celebrity guitar players?
1: Um Uh it depends on what you would call a celebrity. But um I ha- I have gotten some very nice messages from some cool people
0: before. It's not like the craziest thing when they reach out to you and they send you a note. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, I used to watch your videos. Now I'm, like, talking to Tommy Thayer mm-hmm. before he goes on for Kiss, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Kiss, I love that Kiss show. I'm sad that they're gone. I know. are so good. It's so good, right? He sounds incredible on it, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sounds great. Grace Bowers here. I feel like we're gonna wrap, and I'm gonna think of something that I want to ask you. Now <laughs> I'm uh, now I'm not gonna know what it was, but we but we got, it. we got it. what what's been unsaid. We,
1: um, I don't know. I th- I think we've covered everything.
0: We've covered everything. Unless you
1: had something else. No,
0: I I, I just I I don't want to leave, leave here and say oh, I should have asked Grace <laughs> that. That would be horrible. We got um, your what wh- wh- what's on your paddleboard? board? You've oh, it's man. pretty simple, right? Yeah,
1: it's it's pretty. I've actually been um. I need to go into Eastside Music Supply to. uh, Is that where you're going to take it?
0: Not XDS? Huh? I haven't made the move over to XDS, Exact Tone
1: Solutions. (laughs) What is that? Oh
0: my God, Grace, are you serious? Wait, you have to go to XDS to build your board. Have you not been there?
1: No. Is it in Nashville?
0: It's in Nashville. This is. No, Eastside Music Supply is great, but you have to go to XDS. I'm going to change your life here. (laughs) They are the best rig builders in town. They're incredible.
1: Well, I need their help then. <laughs> you need to
0: go what do you need? Where do you think the the rig is lacking?
1: Um, well right now I have three pedals, which is a wa pedal.
0: What wa what wah do you use?
1: It's a Dunlop gave it to me. It's like
0: Everyone's giving you free shit. It's <laughs> so great to be Grace Bowers. She just, everyone just gives her stuff. Okay, so they give you the the, the Yeah,
1: it's like this white and red wah pedal, yeah. which is cool and then i have a echoplex and what do you
0: mean like a uh not not a real like echo like like the 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 dunlop yeah the dunlop the mxr yeah. one okay yeah yeah yeah
1: and then the other one is called a nightshade what is that? It's an overdrive that someone gifted to me.
0: Everyone's giving I'm you like, stuff. Man,
1: I know. Now I'm singing out loud. I'm like, wow, I didn't. Nobody,
0: you don't I pay didn't for pay anything. For oh a my God. One of
1: these pedals. It's great to be Grace Bowers.
0: <laughs> Everyone's just gifting her things vintage guitars and pedals. Oh my God. So, okay, so three pedals, simple rig. Do you feel like you need more? That might be all you need.
1: No, I, f- I feel like I need one more that can just be kind of like a clean boost because I have the overdrive on all the time. And then to get a cleaner sound, I'll just roll my volume knobs down. You need one more pedal. Yeah, so I I feel like that doesn't always work sometimes, and I need more variety than that if I want to have a cleaner tone.
0: You need another pedal on there. Yeah. You need to go to XDS. They're going to hook you up. That's what you need. (laughs) I'm telling you. But they're going to make it look all, like, perfect and professional. They did my board four years ago. I haven't touched it. It's (laughs) the same board.
1: my, My board looks really scrappy right now no no no
0: (laughs) you you need someone to make it look like incredible i'm telling you this is the place i think they did john's board oh really what does his board look like do you have a nice looking board
1: um i don't think i've seen it actually i'm
0: positive they did his board i think they did both uh tj's and john's board they're the they're they're you're gonna be obsessed with these guys they're (laughs) gonna be they're gonna blow your mind we'll we'll figure it out figure it (laughs) out how do you get approached by gibson to be a sponsored artist by gibson
1: Oh, man. Okay. So it's actually kind of random. When I was 14 years old and still living in California, um, I sent them a video of me playing Sweet Child O Mine. Yeah. Like just straight up sent it to Gibson and forgot about it. Like literally forgot. I sent the video. Didn't tell anyone I sent it. And... Like months later, we moved to Nashville. My whole family.
0: Did you convince your family to move to Nashville? How do you guys end up here?
1: No, actually, I didn't even really want to move. Really? Yeah, it wasn't like a Taylor Swift situation where her. That's what I was curious about. Like, were you saying
0: no? I gotta get to Nashville, but no. How'd you end up here?
1: We we visited. We have some family friends out here, and it was during COVID too. And honestly, just it was like really locked down in california at the time which as it as it should have been but um i don't know there's just a different vibe out here that we all liked and honestly it was a really spur of the moment decision we visited and then moved literally six weeks later. no way yeah it was crazy how
0: what, like now do, are you like i can't i can't imagine living anywhere else
1: um no i i could definitely go back to california if there okay wasn't. yeah if, yeah. if not for the music scene out yeah, here. yeah right right I'd but would you go to la
0: or would you go like no, more no, no northern California northern sure. California yeah, all the way yeah I bet you could though why not
1: because it's all here I'm, now I don't have money for that well no, no. <laughs>
0: eventually I mean like oh yeah eventually. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm sure I will eventually
0: yeah, yeah yeah the um so you submit this video to Gibson of you playing Sweet Child of right, Mine yeah yeah
1: yeah and um so we moved to Nashville like we had like just moved to Nashville like maybe a week and um I get a DM on instagram from gibson saying like hey what's your email are you interested in being a g3
0: yeah they're kind of like artist development program kind of right yeah
1: and i was just like freaking out really like i had 300 followers on instagram that was it oh yeah and was not very good yeah by the way um but i am so thankful that it happened the way it did because they've I've stuck with them. G3, the program has ended and I'm still working with them just because we formed such a good relationship with everyone over there. And I'm just happy to have them Why are they side. not
0: giving you guitars? They should be giving you guitars. Oh,
1: I, I have I have a few guitars from them. They have. Oh my God, yeah. it's so good to be crazy. Someone <laughs> just
0: gives her things. Um, God, that's so cool though. Wait, so what was the moment when you really peeked over and got so many followers on Instagram?
1: Uh, honestly, I think I got lucky with Reels. I've also I've I've also been pretty good about I do all my social media myself like yeah I'm the one who's running that's all how you that. gotta do it right yeah I I think so if you know what you're doing you gotta kind of I think I figured out like what works for me and that was posting to reels and um, tagging people and hashtags and uh, they just started kind of popping off
0: and that and that that was it basically yeah that's crazy I gotta go I gotta start playing guitar on the internet. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just gonna do it for me. Oh my god. Grace Bowers. I love watching you play. It's so it's so fun and inspiring. You've got such a great like um such a great like um what's the word I'm trying to find? Just like so authentic sounding, but it sounds like it's just coming out of you and it's very it, like spontaneous, but you know what you're doing. And you, you, every time I see you play, I just get excited about guitar. <laughs> you just make me want to go pick up a guitar and, like, play myself. <laughs> Thank so, you. It's always fun to watch you play. Band's always great. You got to see Grace. She's got one more show at the underdog with the hodgepodge, and then they're going into the studio. Yep. That's, that's going to be unbelievable. You going to sing it all on this record or no? Everyone <laughs> no, kind of asks no. you that, right? Is that I, annoying? Um, it's like, I'm just here to play guitar. Why it, do I have to sing? Like
1: Yeah, I've, I've never... Um, saying if you if you heard me sing you'd understand why I'm not very good at it Um, but people are always like you don't have to be a good singer like you can still do it like there's plenty of people like sure there's there's a lot of people who aren't great singers in front their own band but I just feel like why have me sing and be like just okay at it when I can have my friend Esther who sings in the band and just be incredible yeah like she's so amazing. Like I feel like why I should like it's still I'm not the main focus of this. Like it's a No, it's a, I disagree. You're I mean, definitely you have to be the main focus. It's my thing, but I want us to be seen as a band. Like I don't want it to be seen as Grace Bowers. Like, yeah.
0: See I, I if I was you, I, I'd I'd want it to be all about me. Eh, I I'd want it to be about Grace Bowers.
1: I feel like but well, there's not a lot of people right now. I mean there there's people like like Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. Is one of them like the main person. Yeah, but it's a I, band. It's a, I yeah, yeah, exactly. I, it's a band. That's,
0: yeah, it's a band. That's I think. What I, want. I think people are coming out for you though. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm,
1: I'm, sh- I'm sure they are, but I don't know. <laughs>
0: it's, you like the idea of being in like a band, yeah. like the brotherhood that comes from yeah. from the band setting, touring with the band. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, I think
0: it's about Grace Bowers though. <laughs> I think uh, the, you know. I think the hodgepodge is just there to kind of you know support a little bit and <laughs> sing y'all have a good singer. You gotta have a good singer, uh-huh. right? But you were quick to shoot down Jeff Beck. I was like, like, like a uh, like it was always like the Jeff Beck project or Jeff Beck group. And then he always has singer, like he never sang.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just I I like Jeff Beck. It's not because I don't like Jeff. Yeah, Beck, yeah. But um, Carlos Santana is a, I, I know. Same I thing. brought he him up, but like he always has guest singers singer. on it. Yeah, yeah. I love him. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like having a different singer on everything. Like I want to have like a like a set person for that. Uh, like I don't know. Just feel like it it'd be kind of I I mean I could do that. I could have a guest singer on every song of mine, but then what are you going to do live? you,
0: you yeah, you're f- you're screwed. Y- yeah. You got you need a singer who can do it all, who can who can just crush it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're going to have like a million projects, though. Kind of like what Jeff Beck did. Like every like every couple years, you would just switch it up completely and have a whole new yeah, project. I, I do like that. That's To me, that's so exciting because then it keeps it fresh, right? Mm-hmm. And then every time you go see Grace Bowers live... Something
1: different. Something different. Yeah. You
0: never know what you're, you're, you're going to get.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think that's it. This is why you need a manager <laughs> pulling the strings here. <laughs> All right, Grace Bowers in the studio here. You got to check her out, The Underdog. Check her out on Instagram. You ever, would you ever do a guitar lesson course? True Fire ever approach you about this?
1: Uh, I I think I have more learning to do before I, I ever know. do that. I, I think
0: there are people who would take that, who would take those courses. <laughs> All right, she might go to Belmont for one year. That's probably going to be it, though. She's going to be on the road quick. Oh, my God. I think everyone would suck up to you at Belmont. I think ev- everybody would want to be your friend. Oh, my God, would be bad. They'd give you things. They'd just give you their guitars. That'd be it. Unbelievable. All right, we're wrapping up here. Grace Bowers live in the studio. Have we said it all? Have we left anything out? We're out. (laughs) That's it, everybody. Woo!